Hear my words. I am the sword in the darkness. I am the watcher on the walls. I am the shield that guards from the realm of men. I pledge my life and honor to the Night's Watch for this night and all the nights to come. So here we are for the uh, final episode of Sunday Night's Watch, where we're going to talk about episode six, The Iron Throne. I'm here with Aruba Ray Allen. Ray, how's it going? Hey, Kurt. Uh, well, mixed feelings. That's that's how it's going. Uh-huh. Uh, I've I've watched and rewatched this episode. I don't know. Probably, I'd say four point two times. <laughs> I watched the whole thing a few times, and then uh, uh, watched a few. A uh, few sections again, and you know, mixed feelings about it. I mean, first of all, it, it definitely reeks of uh, being rushed. This whole eighth season, you know, and I understand that they uh, wanted to, uh, and you know, wrap up the show. But this, I, I think, the season could have easily used, you know, four more episodes. I definitely think. I definitely think it was a mistake uh, cutting it down to six episodes. Um, it did hinder the pacing on it, but uh, Game of Thrones has always suffered from a pacing problem, if you ask me. But this season was definitely uh, the worst of them in that regard. But you think it has had a pacing problem uh, throughout the entire? Not the series? entirety of it. Not the entirety of it. I would say not the first, maybe four seasons. See, I thought as the, the last two. Well, look, I mean, George R. R. Martin provided the source material for seasons one to six, mm-hmm. right? So. Seven and eight, they're sort of on their own. You know, I, I'm sure he, uh, George Martin, was you know contributing plenty. Right. Uh, um, in fact, maybe maybe he says, "Well, do it this way, and I'll make my books different." I mean, who, who knows? Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, if he, if he gets back to the books, I'm sure they'll they'll end differently. I've even read but, speculation that he actually has finished those books already, but weren't gonna, he wasn't going to release them until after the show concluded. So who knows what's going on with that? Yeah, that's possible. It's very positive, but I just mixed feelings because there's there's look there's certain things that you want to have happened that didn't uh, ultimately okay Sansa being the queen of the of of uh, of the North yeah that's that we're great we're happy to see that uh, and then San, uh, John ultimately being you know the the the, the king of uh, beyond the wall mm-hmm. sort you know fine and then you know Bran being the king but and yet none of it sits right. It just doesn't. It just doesn't seem right. You know, Sansa. I know we're gonna jumping around here, but uh-huh. the first forty minutes of the of the episode, I thought were great. Mm-hmm. I thought Peter Dinklage was phenomenal, amazing, and the way when he, you know, when he confronted uh, Daenerys, and you know, she says, you know, you freed your brother, and he's like, well, yeah, you, 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 you know, you massacred an entire city, and mm-hmm. he throws the his pen, his hand pen. That was great. You know, that was... Yeah. So when, when he throws that in the uh, the uh, Unsullied stop, you know, beating their, their poles on the ground, everything yeah. just went silent. Like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, it was great. It was really, really well done. But she never she never explains, never gives a, a real explanation why she killed all the innocent children. Not mm-hmm. to Tyrion, not to John, not to anybody. Right. You know, why she did what she did. You know, when she's talking to John later, right before he kills her, She's saying, "Well, I know what's good." Uh-huh. You know, I mean. So, based on on those conversations and what she said and didn't say, you can only assume that she's a tyrannical loon. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's really what it, that's what it boils down to. She wanted to. We're, we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep wiping everybody out. What are you talking about? I mean, 
at the end, of, like, you know, those soldiers surrendered, the ones that Grey Worm wanted to kill. Uh-huh. And he did. He just continued killing when Davos and John, like, what are you doing? Well, my queen wants me to kill everybody. What are you talking about? I mean, all she ever talked about was, I'm going to defeat Cersei and I'll take the Iron Throne. And then she, it was just, you know, again, you, you have to just say she had mental illness. I think she took the uh, breaker of chains thing a little bit too far. Um, she she for a long time have been has been uh, descending into this madness. I mean, you figure even back in what was it like season three or four when she knelt the guys to the uh, when she knelt the guys to the signs. Remember the the yeah. masters? Yeah, like things like that. I mean, that's not normal behavior. That's someone well, it's that's not. Mm-hmm. But, but 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 you know what, Kurt? That to me, I could I could take that because it was like it's payback for what you did. Mm-hmm. To all these innocent, powerless people—that was payback, right? And that I mean, was her justification. And then the next heinous thing that she did, once again, she went back to the people surrounding her, and they were like, "No, you did a good thing. These were bad people." And it continued to do that to the point where I think it just kind of gave her a sense that whatever she does is right. Like these people died; she doesn't have to explain it to anyone. At least that's what I'm—I'm I'm thinking she feels. Yeah, I thought I thought that there was sort of some justification for whatever she did in the first seasons. Um, but here it's like, these were powerless people. I mean, they didn't like Cersei. They were terrified of Cersei. Right. They were just innocent. They were collateral damage is what they were. Yeah. Yeah. And they rang, they rang the bells. They said they, they surrendered. I mean, mm-hmm. it just, it just didn't, it just didn't make sense. And then it was never explained, uh, properly. Now, you know, I did like the, the move when, first of all, the shot where she comes, she walks out. In a in a crisp, beautiful outfit. I guess mm-hmm. you packed extra outfits. Yeah, trip to King's Landing, and you see, uh, you know, her dragon behind her, and for a split second, you know, his wings are kind of coming out of her body. Yes, I was like, that oh was cool. shit! <laughs> yeah, that was a phenomenal. That was phenomenal. That was a really great moment. Yeah, um, and I love what the dragon. Yeah, and then when when so <laughs> when John kills Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she dies awfully quickly. I mean, he takes, you know, a knife to the heart, you know. (laughs) And granted, he had Melisandre to bring bring him back, Mm -hmm. but it just seemed like her death was awfully quick. I mean, you look at everybody else who was fighting White Walkers all that time. (laughs) All right, he stabs her, she's dead. On the one hand, you you can make an argument that the dragon didn't didn't scorch Jon because Jon is part Targaryen, Mm -hmm. but he just killed her. Uh, the, his mother, you know, John killed the dragon's mother, mm-hmm. and then it was cool with the dragon to the th- did to the throne. But it's yeah. like, oh, so now we're supposed to assume that the dragon understood what the throne meant, and like it, it's actually gonna gonna um, melt this. Uh, it's not even a metaphor; it's just gonna actually melt melt the throne, the, <laughs> melt the throne that everybody coveted. Mm-hmm. I mean, my favorite part of that of that whole scene was how he scooped up. Daenerys was like that a King Kong moment that's right, what right. I thought of and flies off um with her, you yeah. know. I thought so, um I thought earlier yeah. on in the series Tyrion kind of explained that dragons are intelligent creatures, so they're just not like these big flying reptiles that are commanded by their rider. They actually do have, have brains that can think. So it's possible it's possible that a Drogon knew that Daenerys wanted the Iron Throne to be, you know, destroyed. She wanted to get rid of that whole system that they have. So maybe he acted upon those wishes. Right. Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, so that, that all, and that all happened in the first half of, of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that was bad. I mean, 
that episode yeah, the first half was like, even the way it was shot was different than the second half like some of those scenes like when john's walking up the stairs and you get the unsully flank in the sides and you see the huge targaryen banner and like all that stuff was motion picture worthy it completely and the second half felt like let's do a quick mashup recap <laughs> right <laughs> uh, you know like let, let, when we intercut between the sansa that with the star kids which, which was fine. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was fine. It wasn't anything bad. But that was just a choice, and, that, and that's fine. But you know, it it's it just didn't. Uh, the thing that really was nagging at me. It's like Jon Snow is he's ultimately the hero of the show. He wasn't the brightest guy, but you know, he's certainly the bravest. Mm-hmm. You know, in every battle that he's been through, when he went out. You know, to, to with with the other guys to go get a uh, a White Walker to bring back to show Cersei, mm-hmm. and how you know, and and he was all alone when you know, uh, and then it was um, uh, his uncle, um, what's his name? Yeah, Benjen, who you know, who pulled him out of that one. So, you know, John kind of saves the planet, and he and he ultimately ends up banished. Now, granted, maybe he does want to be in the North. Mm-hmm. I, I, if there had been a conversation between between him and Tormund at the end, right. where he said, "Look, like I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm where I want to be," that would have made it all easier to swallow. I mean, he smiles the most when he sees Ghost, which is also yeah, he certainly said good say goodbye to Ghost awfully quickly. Right. Uh, you know, last episode, but you know, it's just uh, I don't like that it wasn't on his terms. Right. You know, it was right. sort of like they're they're all saying, "Well, the Unsullied one is." When Tyrion says to him, "You know, uh, you know, the, the Unsullied wanted your head." And, you know, Sansa and Arya, you know, wanted you to be free, but they understand our new king needs to make peace and all that. It's like, uh-huh. hey, fuck Grey Worm. <laughs> right. uh, you know, Tyrion says the world will always need a home for bastards and broken men in uh-huh. reference to him going back to the wall. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm actually not a bastard. Didn't Varys tell everyone? <laughs> Doesn't everybody know this already? I'm you legit, know? motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, and then and Sansa is always so quick to call for a battle. I mean, back when when the battle for Winterfell, John's like, "We don't have enough people. We don't have enough soldiers." She's like, "We have to take what's ours." <laughs> right? Hey, you're not fucking swinging a sword. <laughs> and now she got what she wanted. So instead of saying to the Unsullied, "Fuck you," we'll fight you uh-huh. for our brother John. But no, nah, she is the queen. She got you know the North got their uh, their freedom from. The, so now there's only six kingdoms. Right. It's almost like we'll fuck John. I mean, it just doesn't. It just doesn't sit right. Tyrion ends up living in a castle. He's ultimately pulling the strings. Uh-huh. Sansa become the queen, became the queen she always wanted to be. Maybe John did or didn't get what he wanted, but it wasn't on his terms. True. It was dictated to him as if he committed a crime. Right, right. Well, really, he saved the realm. He, he's the Again. one. He had the biggest heart of all. He, he had the heart of gold. He always did the right thing. He always had honor. Uh-huh. And ultimately, everyone kind of took him for, for granted. And I think that that's what kind of pisses me off. It's like, and I think everyone can relate to that. Or everyone at some point sort of has done the right thing in their life and still got screwed for it, you know? Um, and and Bran, I mean, look, Bran always used to say that, you know, basically tell John it's your choice, you, you can do this, you can do that. It made me think that maybe Bran was just maybe a manipulative turd. Quite possible with all the knowledge that he has of everything. Yeah, I'm I, he, I I'm not a, I'm not I can't rule I can't rule anything. Remember they said you're the, you're the you're the heir of Winterfell. Well, I can't really rule anything. Mm-hmm. Really, see so you can't run Winterfell, but you can be the king. Yeah, he's like that's he what I'm here living, for. <laughs> yes, he should be living in a fucking tree like the former Three Eyed Raven. <laughs> you know, and maybe maybe that's maybe that's part of the maybe that's the point. Maybe everyone, including the sweet boy that was pushed off the top of the tower, is ultimately just angling for power. You know, maybe seems and like everybody world, in that world wants it. Yeah, I mean, the world is ultimately better with Bran uh, and this new small council. It's better than Cersei. 
but it's still totally shady, totally fishy. I mean, Braun just threatened Tyrion and Jamie. And by the way, I did not like how Braun he just kept interrupting everybody at the end. Oh, yeah, but, he's panty ass. Like, why would you ever put him on a small council, especially as Master of Coin? Yeah, you, you gave him high guard and you gave him everything else. Unless they're just like, well, who else are we going to choose? And, and he does, maybe he has our back. He's some muscle, you know? I mean, but uh, if you think about it, a small council of Davos, Brienne, Samuel, and Tyrion, mm-hmm. that would really be sort of... They could do some good work with the with those guys. Yeah, you you think? Although I, I assume that that at the end of the day, no matter what Braun does, they can sort of control Braun. I mean, right, you know, because he doesn't really have any power. I mean, just the power that they gave him. He doesn't have any family lineage. He doesn't have an army of his own. He's he's physical power. Well, if you think about it, look look, look what's left. You have one Tarly, one Onion Knight, mm-hmm. one you know Brienne. Braun is by himself. Tyrion's the only Lannister, mm-hmm. and and Bran isn't going to have any kids. Right. Um, so in that regard, it really is a mixed a mixed bag. It certainly is like the the, the United Colors of Banathon in terms <laughs> of uh, families. Yeah. But, so you know, so so this new ruling structure that they have, how long can that possibly last? Because like you mentioned, Bran is you know now the ruler of Highgarden, but there's got to be a bunch of lords that through, like, their family have a claim to that throne that can't be happy that a cutthroat's now the leader of that of that area. Yeah, but, you know, what? well, it would take a few years for them to really bitch about it because, um, you know, they have to accept the fact that, you know, it was all these armies that, that fought for the freedom. Everybody in the North has got to be happy. The North know? is definitely happy. Yeah, and, and Sansa also, just she's full of shit when she says, you know, we, Sister Bran, I love you, You're, you'll be a great king. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the North has to have their independence because after all the fighting uh, the Northmen have done, they don't want to kneel to anybody else. Wait <laughs> right. a second. They don't want to kneel to Bran, who was a Stark. Right. And, and then sort of at the, end of the, at the end of the show, they're all kneeling to her. Everybody kneels to her. <laughs> yeah, so and she loves it, too. Bullshit. She wants them to kneel to her. Yes. I mean, she, you know, well, it's the Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. And she played it well. She never, you know, she definitely dealt with a lot of shit, certainly with Ramsay and Joffrey. But, well, the know, way that that uh, council meeting opens when, when Ed Mortali wants to throw his hat in the ring or whatever, and she tells him to sit down, uh, the look on her face when they propose that Bran is king, like her face just drops. Oh, it was it was Ed Mortali was, was preposterous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fun to see him back, and also uh, the, the the weird other the kid who was sucking on his mom's uh, yeah yeah you know, was, sweet Robin, was fourteen years old, the kid from the Veil, yeah. the Robin, yeah, yep. Uh, he has a much cooler haircut now. <laughs> he and, fucking and, grew, man. There's something in that milk. Yeah, presume, yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe there's some uh, something. Maybe this she she was part giant, part giant <laughs> right. milk in those, in those tits. Um, but it's just, it's it just, it, you know. And and people will say, well, Sansa is the one who who won the battle of Winterfell because yeah. she got the, the the Vale army to come in. Yeah. Well, you know what? She could have told John about the Vale Army. Right. And maybe a, a lot more of, of, of um, those people would not have died. Right. So it's just, and John, you know, John at the time, she, she you know, thought John was her, was her brother, mm-hmm. you know? Also, and you see these people, it really, it really, I, I guess, you know, what, you know what it boils down to? It irked me that this is a fantasy show, obviously, mm-hmm. obviously. And you get lost in the world and you're hoping everyone's talking about for eight seasons, we're going to build a better place, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to blah, 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 blah. And I guess that would have been the real payoff. Instead, it just, instead it just ends up being just like re- real life. Yes. At the end, you have a small group of people uh, that are essentially the, the wealthiest people there uh-huh. when, when, when uh, Tyrion's in chains. So, and, and he's saying, well, why don't you all you choose a king? And, and when Samuel Tarly proposes having up democracy, election, right. they, all, 
the hell after them? You're like, <laughs> well, I just give my horse a vote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't give my horse a vote. It's the same thing as 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 real life, where you know, where yeah, we have elections, mm-hmm. but you see how it, it, you know, it's the it's the 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 riches of the rich that tend to control uh, uh, everything. Most definitely, and it's the same thing. And and the re- and you could say, well, then it's is that great? It runs parallel to to the real world. Yeah, but you know what? I guess. It's a semi-happy ending, and I guess we would have liked a happier ending, and I would have liked everything to be executed better and not as rushed. And, right. that, and that's really a function of, of stuffing things into fewer episodes. You uh-huh. know? But, but Brand, at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, it's just, he's just a smug weirdo. <laughs> Pretty much. And now he's the king. Brand the Broken, that's the best name they came the up with. The first thing I would do, like my first order of business would change my name. <laughs> like Brand the Beast or something like that. I, I just want something yeah, brand different. Brand the Beast, Brand the Bold, Brand the Badass. Right, right. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That part almost seemed like a joke. Yeah, it's it's you know it's 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 absurd. If Sansa had been a man, she would have been dead in battle a long time ago. I I, I or maybe not because Samuel Tarly survived the the battle uh, against the dead, and he, he and he was very barely even holding holding a sword. But you know, but Sansa got the power she wanted. Arya, I, I think, is living on her terms. She yeah, can do whatever she de- wants. Definitely, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, she's like Prince Harry. Um, and I think it sort of makes sense that she wants to, you know, she's an adventurer. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's, now, if, if the, um, if the, if, if the Unsullied are going to not, right. because, you know, and, and clearly Grey Worm, Grey Worm does not seem happy, even at the end, he, he looked no, annoyed, no. He, he wanted, you know, he, he, well, he, well, he, he lost Sunday. a lot. He lost a lot. He lost Masande and he lost da- Daenerys. Mm-hmm. So they're all, they're all going to... But what about what are the Dothraki? The, I don't see the Dothraki. I have no idea what happened to them. They're walking around King's Landing acting, acting as noblemen? <laughs> no, they're what just the running around that? raping Sav- and pillaging. Savages. <laughs> right. Yes. They raped and pillaged. Now suddenly they're adopting the the the, the, the King's Landing way of life. Not at all. I mean, they could walk into that... They could chop off the heads. Two guys could walk in and wipe out Bronn, Bran... Uh, Brienne. You know, everyone that was two. there. <laughs> they need more than two because Brienne was there and Brom was there. Okay, right. So let's say they bring, they bring in twenty, mm-hmm. twenty Dothraki. Yep, it's a slaughter. And just kick the shit out of everyone. Yep, and that's it. And they can run King's Landing. Um, you know, and even Bran at the end, he's cracking jokes. At the end, he's sort of like, you know, when, when he said, you know, would you be our king? He's like, why do you think I came here? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a shitty. You know, that felt like felt like a shitty. Coffee commercials, like a Folgers Crystals commercial. <laughs> That's what it felt like at the end when he said, "Why do you think I came here?" Folgers Crystals. You know, I just like that. That's what it felt like. Then he smiles into the camera, and a little gleam off of his tooth. Yeah, a little. Yeah, a little gleam, a little wink. You know, <laughs> they, they rebuilt King's Landing awfully quick. You know, I, I joked on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, maybe was there a Raymore Flanagan nearby? Right. Was there a shop? The same store where the Night King bought his giant chain to pull the dragon up out of, out of the uh, water three seasons ago. Right, but the wall was decimated by, by the Night King, mm-hmm. and right, it true. totally rebuilt. No, I, no, no, that that part's not uh, that part's not true. Um, the wall, rebuilt. the part of the wall that was demolished was by Eastwatch, whereas Jon and Snow and those guys they were at Castle Black. But how was Castle Black? It looked like it was in pretty good condition. How did they get the the what they needed the the equipment the tools the wood? I mean, it's even more far fetched mm-hmm. that King's Landing was rebuilt because it looked like that was you know that was stone. I mean, they, it, let me listen. It would have taken years just to mop the fucking <laughs> True. city. I, True. To mop, never mind removing all those. There's no machinery. There's no people 
to remove unless unless they said all the unsullied and uh and uh and the Dothraki tidied up. But I mean, can't see that happening. No, I mean, the, unless they, they took their their spears and somehow tied mops to the end of them mm-hmm. and just started just started cleaning up. But the unsullied and the Dothraki, they could have said. You know what? We're immediately chopping off Jon Snow's head right. for killing Daenerys, and go fuck yourselves. We have, we're the, we have all the power. That, and that's honestly I mean, what should have happened. Like I can't see a scenario where Grey Worm would have been fine just taking him into custody. It makes no sense. And why would he? Why would the, and the Dothraki as well? I mean, she was there, Khaleesi. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they just say, "Yeah, fuck it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna run the show here." I mean, there's no women, granted, that for for anybody to uh, mate with. Because I know that the Dothraki were certain that's a very polite word I'm using, right? Because <laughs> you know they were rape, rape, rapists and pillagers. But you know it was all guys at that point. So I feel bad for the people of Noth if, if you know seeing what what's what's about to show up. If in fact the Dothraki well, end up going there, yeah, it didn't didn't seem like the Dothraki were going there with them. Um, but what we do have to remember is that just because the show ended, the the story doesn't end. So those Dothraki can be over in Westeros doing the pillaging and the raping, and this whole thing can collapse quickly. Like the Dothraki can set their sights on King's Landing a week from now, and that's the part yeah. of the story that we won't see. But it's not to say that that didn't ha- that that doesn't happen. Well, I'm presuming that they went to a place that has some food because you know they're joking at the king's at the and the, the council at the end. Uh, we're like, oh, you know, we need you know when Samuel Tarly starts talking about the, the water situation, mm-hmm. you know, Bronn interrupts him, and then. And, and Tyrion's like, oh, we need to, you know, get that water going. And then Bronn makes that the joke about the brothels. I'm like, really? Right. The, I, I get it. Maybe you want the whole show to come full circle. But it's like, that's what that is. That still what people are thinking about the, uh, the brothels at the end of everything that they dealt with. And guess what? There's no prostitutes alive. There's no people <laughs> to go to the brothels. And there's no people to drink the fucking water. Daenerys killed everyone. I don't think she killed everyone in King's Landing. <laughs> I, uh, it seems like, look, you saw like one stray guy walking around. Those people don't want to bang. Right. And there's no food for them. I mean, it makes no, it just makes no well, sense. That's what happens when you put Bronn on the small council. You're going to get, you're going to get those types of suggestions. I, I, I guess so. But, and, and Tyrion still was making his joke about, you know, taking me out. Yeah, I get it. You, uh, I understand you use humor to deal with certain situations, but given the 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 severity mm-hmm. and the levity of the situation that we all just watched it just didn't make sense to me that that's you know what was going on it's like you know the only, the, the, the best part was seeing you know john uh he's smiling at ghost mm-hmm. and then and i'm surprised that they didn't just say sit ubu sit good dog, good dog. <laughs> You know, I think the uh, whole Jon Snow getting banished to the wall thing would have played a lot better if the scene where uh, Grey Worm brings Tyrion before everyone, if Jon Snow was actually there and Jon is the one that's making the 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 plea for what happens. Or or he would have said, go ahead. You want to kill me? Kill me. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, look, he said, is did I what did I what I did? What I did was it the right thing. He Mm -hmm. felt guilty about killing Daenerys. And Tyrion says what we did, right? You know, and then ask me again in ten years. You mm-hmm. know, so Tyrion kind of helps John out, but you know, alleviates some of his guilt. But yes, when they should have brought John out, and the conversation should have been in front of him. It's like fuck mm-hmm. you, you're all talking about me. Right. Do it in front of me. Right. You know that guy. That guy is a saint. He might I, not I think it would have. Um... Might not have been the brightest guy. No. Well, he was. He was... He was Ned Stark's son, even though he wasn't really his son. He was. He was raised by Ned, and he was just like Ned. Ned wasn't the brightest bulb either. 
Yeah, definitely. Not. Look, at the end, ultimately, this is a parallel just for reg- real life. I mean, life goes on. They don't give a fuck. Tyrion, you know, turned in Varys. He had to. Mm-hmm. He he's, he's not going to be sending gift baskets to Jon Snow. Right. Yeah, it's like yeah, whatever. Maybe one day I'll see him, and I feel like you know, uh, maybe I'll pop by the wall and uh, <laughs> right. See how you miserable know. you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you but, think yeah. about Tyrion being left out of the book? Um, the Song of Ice and Fire. It it didn't make sense because why? I understood when Tywin Lannister would. You know, uh, and Cersei and every, you know everyone, all of his family were happy to omit him from history. Mm-hmm. But why? Why would the Archmaester have anything against uh, against uh, Tyrion? Because he's because he's also because he's a, a little person. I mean, what the fuck? Right. It made no sense. He was omitted, and I, I did get a. I wonder if George R. R. Martin uh, felt the strongest connection to Samuel Tarly. Right. Right. Uh, you know, just because a song of that was that that was a prediction that I definitely nailed was that uh, Sam was going to. Well, I guess he wasn't the author of uh, a song of ice and fire, but close enough. That the title, yeah, right. That in the Arya. What do you think thing. of that? What do you think about him being omitted? Uh, well, it kind of called back to Varys telling him that they won't they won't write anything about him. Right. When they had their conversation, um, the 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 maesters down at the Citadel, they're all bastards. Though they're just like, what good comes from there? They're supposed to be the knowledge of Westeros, yet they refuse to believe that there's a such thing as the as the Night King. They don't want to believe that there's fucking dragons flying around. Like, what good are these guys? They like- almost seem like a bunch of lobbyists who are not peddling anything good. Exactly. They're, all, they're all hanging out up there in their robes, sucking each other off. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Pretty much. But it's, uh, you know, it, it was it was just a, you know, and even Yara shows up. Yeah, we, we haven't seen her. In yeah, that was kind of pointless. Yeah, because the actress is filming uh, Gentleman Jack. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I swore myself to Daenerys. You haven't, you haven't done shit. Right. Go away. Right. Be quiet, you. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it was more, it made more sense to me that Ed, Edmore trying to position himself as king right. and Yara opening up her mouth. Yeah, because, I, mean, I mean, Edmore's a blowhart. We already knew that. Yara being there didn't really serve any purpose whatsoever. It, it amazed me that Ed, Edmure, after, you know, he obviously got out of the, the cell there, Walder Frey's uh, mm-hmm. cell. I, I have forgot all about the guy, honestly. I totally forgotten about him. And there's somebody else at that meeting uh, who I didn't, I didn't know who he was. Maybe he was... I don't know a car Stark. I don't. I don't. There were there were a couple. There were a couple people that I didn't recognize at all. Um, yeah, you had the guy from Dorne, but I mean, you could tell who he was by the way he was dressed. But there were two guys. One they looked like he would be a car Stark or something. Uh, he was sitting on the right side, but there was another guy that was sitting next to Edmure, Edmure that um, I couldn't couldn't place. Uh, I mean, I, I I wish Jon Snow just walked out and said to every one of them, looked at Grey Worm and said, "Hey, you." Hey, fuckos, kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want me to take no wife, have no children, have no lands? Suck my half-stark, half-dragon nutsack. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that would have been a very appropriate response. Yes. And now, just like just like Master, uh, what was his name, Ma- Maester Eamon, mm-hmm. at the, the Night's Watch, he said it's a, a terrible thing, a Targaryen all alone in the world. Yes. And he is the last Targaryen. Yeah, He's officially it. now. Officially. And, uh, and, I, and I hope he does knock up. He should have a half-Targaryen, half-wildling baby that'd be cool speaking of wildlings no gilly i mean we saw samwell uh-huh. are we to assume that gilly and little sam are living with him i'm fine to see, not see gilly <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I would think she's the lady of uh horn hill or whatever wherever the hell sam lives i i guess she's the lady of, of all uh, amazing how you can how you can like work your way up in this world become the, the lady oh most definitely the lady of horn hill. Most everyone definitely. Every, everybody 
she was born a while. That's that's you know what they should have made Gilly the king or make it the queen. <laughs> you know, yeah, Bran fell out of it. Fell out of a. Uh, this is the best. The, this would have been the best ending. Bran fell. Uh, was pushed. Uh, fell to the ground. We were ten stories up, and he's a cripple, and he did all these things. Gilly was. That was was married to her her father had a baby <laughs> right. with her father Crestry, was treated yeah. like garbage lived in in a, in, a, in in a slum in mm-hmm. this terrifying life and she worked her way up to become the, the lady of, of of Hornhill she should be the queen <laughs> she definitely pulled herself up by her bootstraps yes Gilly Gilly for president <laughs> fucking like, what a crack what a crack of shit. I think so, I think one of the difficulties know, with a show that's been this great for so long is how do you wrap it up? There's not really a a good way to wrap it up. Typically, shows with this amount of like accolades do end on bad terms. I guess I would have preferred I would have preferred to see. Uh, I guess I would have preferred to see uh, Sansa and Tyrion married. Mm-hmm. Sansa and Tyrion married. Together, uh, let's say in King's Landing, and then mm-hmm. maybe John. Although she wanted to be in the North, and right, and then and then John. John was going to say was the was the King of the North. But you know what? Look, with him ultimately being King beyond the Wall, and her being Queen of the North, uh, those make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Bran being the King that doesn't, doesn't make really any sense, sit right? Although ultimately, you could say it is Tyrion who's running everything. Right. You know, yeah, he's a figure. He's running he's the show. Flying around. What is he trying to do? Work into Drogon? He said he's going to go find Drogon. I, I, I guess maybe he wants to war. <laughs> maybe he can war into Drogon. Yeah. And just control him. But, but also it's, it's, uh, you know, it's almost like when Bran says to Tyrion, you know, I'm going to make my hand. I'm this is justice. He has to fix all the things he's done wrong. That was sort of. I mean, at the end of the day, Bran really hooked Tyrion up. It's mm-hmm. Like, is 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 Grey Worm that fucking stupid? Grey Worm should have chopped off three heads right then. In that scene. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Grey Worm did a hell of a job acting this uh, episode. He probably had more lines this episode. I, I, you know, I met than... the guy. Yeah, I saw that. So, so tell me more about that. I, I met him. I, so I we're we're at the Tonight Show and. And uh, uh, Mike Becchione was doing a set, a, 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 a very super funny comic, mm-hmm. and we're hanging out back. And then somebody says, "Hey, you know the, the Philly Fanatic mascot's back here. If you want to, uh, you know, you can, you can, if you want to take pictures with him." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take a picture with him. He's a mascot." And the other guys, and and Mike and some other guy that used to live in Philly, mm-hmm. they're they were more excited about it. And as we're walking down the hall to go see the mascot, I see the actor uh, Jacob Anderson, who uh, who plays um, Grey Worm. And I, I hate how excited I was to see this guy. <laughs> I was mildly shaking. I was so annoyed. Anything associated with Game of Thrones. I mean, I was more excited, obviously, when I met Tyrion, mm-hmm. Peter Dinklage, in the middle of my binge. But I said to this guy, I turned to the guy next to me. I'm like, hey, dude, dude, you got to get a picture of me and Grey Worm. He's like, well, yeah, yeah, okay. I go, no, no, you don't understand. Fuck that mascot. we got to get a picture <laughs> right. with Grey Worm. And he kind of walked off. He just walked away. I don't think he... Fully understood what I was talking about. Maybe he, he didn't really. He's not as big of a uh, Thrones fan or whatever. And I just took out my phone and I got it in selfie mode. And I just said, and I, you know, I never want to bother anybody. I'm right, like, hey, Jacob. Right. And I, he was kind of walking by. And I thought he was leaving. I thought he was on his way out. Mm. I didn't realize that he had yet to tape what he was uh, taping. Okay. Because I was. They taped. They filmed. It was a Thursday. And they shoot two episodes of the Tonight Show on Thursday. And mm. I thought he had been on the first episode. So, because I, I got, you know, I didn't, I got there after the first episode was was done. Uh-huh. So I thought he was leaving. 
So I quickly said, hey, you know, can we take a picture together? And then we just started talking. He's a thick British accent. He's like, yeah, sure, we could take a photo. Yes. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and, uh, and then we just started chatting for a bit about, uh, um, you know, just about, I said, I go, I'm obviously not going to ask you what happens. He's like, good, I wouldn't tell you, mate. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want you to. I wouldn't want you to. And I just, you know, we're just talking about the physicality of the show. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I really like, I really like that. It's, uh, you know, you know, I said, the hour's crazy. He's like, yeah, you know, but, but it was fun. And I like, you know, he really enjoyed the physical part. And I, like, I could have talked to him for hours on end. Oh, I'm sure. But again, I'm sure. I thought he was going, you're ready to leave. Right. And, and the sec and the bit that he did shoot wasn't that, that long. Mm-hmm. Um, so meaning I, he didn't have to really prepare much for it. So I, and in the end, I totally could have chatted with him longer i think he was a very nice guy mm-hmm. and it was interesting i said we were talking about we also talked about stand-up comedy and i brought up the comedy cellar which is you know a place i'm at pretty much every every friday saturday uh-huh. in new york when i'm here and he was like yeah we tried to get in we couldn't i'm like all right here's my email right <laughs> just let me know whenever we want to go let me know if he had called up the club and just said you know this is gray worm i want to go to show <laughs> They definitely would have held him a table, but right. um, but <laughs> it was uh, but it was cool. It was cool meeting him, and uh, and he did a great job. I mean, he, there was, that was you know the, the the bulk of the episode really felt like it was Tyrion and Grey Worm. Yeah, and uh, he became a star of this episode. He did. He really. It's did. amazing how the how the trajectory and arc of his I just is from from you know from the from the beginning of from his first appearance mm-hmm. until the end. You know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, definitely a cool know, story. But we see how you know power can be with with it can be money, it can be with armies, it can mm-hmm. be you getting people to swing a sword for you. Right. I mean, you know, Sansa, you know, really controlled the armies, whereas Arya swung her own sword. Mm-hmm. You know, and John fought for everyone, and he was fucking banished. So, what's the moral of the story? You know, just look out for yourself. <laughs> no is good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, yeah, I, I reckon so. I reckon so. They, so, have, uh, I, they have spinoffs happening, or, or I hear there's like a prequel in the works. Uh, I wonder what other spinoffs they'll have of the uh, of the show. I wouldn't mind seeing an Arya spinoff. I know it'll never happen, but I wouldn't mind seeing her uh, on some adventures. The only way that'll happen is if if, is if, if her career stalls. Yeah. She isn't doing much, right. and she's like, you know, fuck it. Sure, let's do it. Right. Uh, you know, and same for, for all those characters. I mean... I'm going to assume that everyone's going to be doing more films. Definitely. I mean, you know, obviously Sophie Turner plays. She's huge. Sansa, yeah, she's she's in, in the X Men series. Um, and I don't know if I told you, my my friend bartended at her birthday party. Okay. Said she was a lovely person. Said she was really really. That's cool. That's good to hear. Friendly, yeah, really nice. Um, but it's like uh, you know, some of these other actors are already on other HBO shows. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last episode. But yeah. um, I'm going to assume that. Maisie Williams will be in a bunch of films, as will Kit Harrington. Right, definitely. Let's see what happens. I mean, I think that their their futures are sort of, at least for now, to be whatever they want them to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kit Harrington, his uh, his acting definitely uh, improved as the series went along. So many of them did. Uh, by the end, they were mostly phenomenal actors. They were kids. I mean, they were kids when they when they got mm-hmm. got their their roles. Yeah, and they worked the on their part. craft, and uh, by the by the end, because even though the writing did suffer. This uh, season, I thought the acting was incredible through and through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it, it just nags you a little bit that Bran, unless Bran could, you can make the argument Bran did what was right, but Bran knew that John had the right to the throne. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Bran just sat in his fucking chair. I mean, he was bait during the, the during that battle. Right. <laughs> when everyone else was fighting around him. And then and he's like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. All right, I'll be the king. Uh, you know, it just, it just. Yeah. No, honestly, Bran was my least favorite Stark throughout the series. Uh, what a snooze. Yeah, so him sitting in the throne just it doesn't sit right with me, but. I, I Carry me here, push me there, <laughs> right. roll me here. I guess that's Podrick's job now or something. Yeah, I enjoyed seeing Podrick at the end. Yeah, he's on the Kingsguard now. Yeah, that's a nice little button at the end of the show. Hey, Podrick, what's up, buddy? Yeah, but it you wastes know, his best talent. Remember, he's the guy that went to the brothel and the uh, the whores gave him the money back? Yes, yeah, that's so, right. But when you're in the Kingsguard, you can't be with any women, so he kind of wastes his best talent. Uh, you're, exactly, you're exactly right. I mean, that's really, what's he... <laughs> Poor Podrick. <laughs> right. and, he, and, he, and he clearly enjoys women and wine, so, you know. <laughs> Definitely. But, he, he, uh, but it just doesn't – it was good to see, you know, all these people that you really – that you, characters that you like that are all alive and, and seeing, you know, Podrick with uh, Tyrion, with uh, uh, Davos, mm-hmm. with Brienne. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's just the dialogue that really was suffered. I was happy I, – I guess that's ultimately what it boils down to. I was happy about – Kind of where everyone sort of landed, but but the dialogue and how they landed there, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, that wasn't so great. I think the biggest problem with it all is that, uh, and 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 the producers, the double Ds, they'll take all the heat. But the thing is, they signed on to make an adaptation of these novels, but the novelists didn't keep up with his schedule, and they ran out of work. So now, instead of producing this work, they had to create this work, and that wasn't their wheelhouse. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, they, they it was an they had adapted this this body of work, you know. Um, I love the meme of of, of uh, Brienne saying, oh, "I should have fucked Tormund." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's you know that's that's what they did. They adapted the uh, adapted the books, mm-hmm. which is them. You know, that was them uh, banging uh, Jamie, and then the last two episodes, they should have fucked Tormund. <laughs> But anyway, well, it was a great series. It was a great series. And, uh, a lot of fun doing this uh, this podcast with you, and yeah. maybe we'll uh, we'll see what 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 the, what, uh, the next uh, series is that we can yap about. That would be cool. Um, yeah, I'm anxious to see what this new what the news of these spinoffs will be. But uh, HBO has some other cool shit in the works too, so maybe something else will pop up. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. All right, Ray, uh, before we wrap this up, why don't we just end by, uh, why, don't you, why don't we go into what are some of our favorite moments were? So give me maybe your three favorite moments from this episode of the show. Uh, I'll say not in any particular order. Uh, I, I love the moment watching Arya saying goodbye to John. I mean, yes. I actually, I think those were real tears. Right. I wonder, I wonder if, they, if they filmed, if, if that was their final scene of the series to uh-huh. shoot. I'm, I'm curious to know, but I thought Maisie Williams was great there it was just that was a really sweet moment um you know uh Tyrion uncovering Jamie and Cersei mm-hmm, definitely uh I, I thought that was also really beautiful it seems like my, my my favorite moments in each episode always seem to be when something seems really heartfelt like uh-huh. in the previous week you know when 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 uh Samwell said to John you know you're, you're the best friend I ever had you know mm-hmm. um and by the way you're the best friend I ever had and, but but I still didn't want to mention to anybody else. He's the rightful heir to the throne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, one, another one of my favorite moments. I, I, I Drogon melting the throne. It, it was a cool moment. It really was a cool moment. I did like that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and Tyrion throwing his hand badge when he was like, yes. you know, he looked right at her as he's, you know, boom, fuck this, I'm out. You know what else uh, was was a favorite moment of mine? Mm-hmm. It's sort of a moment that didn't happen. Arya and Gendry not saying a word to each other and not <laughs> talking to each other. It was just fucking awkward. <laughs> that was kind of a favorite moment. It's like, you know, <laughs> it was a total, like, she just totally, she just, just, she pumped him and dumped him. <laughs> right. I mean, that was that was the ultimate Game of Thrones one night stand. Most definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, what about you? Did you have any? Yeah, if any... I had to name some of my favorite moments, um, I'm I'm a huge Arya fan. So anything that she does, I, I just eat up. Like uh, whenever Yara says that uh, they should give Jon Snow to the uh, Unsullied for justice, and she says, uh, "Say something about my brother again, and I'll cut your throat," because <laughs> you can that see that she dumb. just fucking means it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, I loved how impressive it was when Jon Snow starts walking up the stairs prior to Daenerys' speech. Uh, You see the Unsullied flanking the stairs, and you see the huge, probably 100-foot Targaryen banner up there. I think that that was just, uh, to me, it was just an awesome spectacle. Yes. And if I had to say, uh, if I had to say a a third moment, um, I guess that the show ended the same way it began, Beyond the Wall. Uh, Jon Snow's, you know, riding out with all those wildlings, and the show yes. opened with the uh, with the Night's Watch north of the Wall ranging out, kind of ended the same way. And you, when you see the 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 the, the trees look lush and mm-hmm. healthy, and right, yeah, yeah, those are good good choices for sure. Yeah, I had a lot of fun talking to you, man. You too, buddy. And thank you to everybody, the seven people who've been listening. <laughs> right, <to us>. right. <laughs> we appreciate each and every one of you. <laughs> Absolutely. I will chat later. All right, take care. Okay, okay. Yanelta's boys, rise now as men of the Night's Watch. <laughs> <laughs>